0: Welcome back to another episode of the Health and Wellness Happy Hour podcast, the show where I give you health and wellness tidbits to transform your life. My name is Jada Levick from JLHealthAndWellness.com, and I'm your host. Today's episode is all about mindful and intuitive eating. So if you've ever felt like you're on a never-ending diet roller coaster, you've had issues with binge eating or emotional eating, then today's episode is just for you. So what is mindful eating? Mindful eating is not a diet, first off. Rather, it's being aware of experiences, cravings, and physical cues, meaning that when you're eating a meal, you're present in the here and now, and you're not focusing on anything else but that food. Why is this important for us? To start, the way most of us eat as Americans is a cultural problem. We have, when you compare us to other countries, we have more processed foods. We're a more rushed culture. You know, it's the go-go-go mentality. And then we also have a lot of access to fast food. It's practically on every corner. Go back to when you were little even. If you did good in school or in sports, etc., your parents may have rewarded you with a food item such as ice cream. Whereas in a lot of other cultures, they may have slower paces, and this includes longer meal times. Walking and biking may also be more frequently used as transportation and their diets may be based on more whole foods due to agriculture in their land. This obviously isn't generalizing all Americans as unhealthy eaters, but a large majority of us for sure are and with obesity climbing, that is a straight fact. So I have seven tips from Harvard Health on ways to implement mindful eating. Number one, begin with your shopping list. So when you're putting things in your shopping cart, you wanna think, what is the health value of this item? Make sure you're looking at your food labels. Don't grocery shop when you're extremely hungry and be aware of your food selection. Number two, come to the table with an appetite, but of course not when you're ravenously hungry. Don't set yourself up for failure. Number three, start with a small portion, put half of the food on your plate and put the other half in the refrigerator. So for me, this is, I can definitely attest to this one. I used to go to Chipotle a lot, like three to four times a week, I would say. And I would actually get a burrito pretty much every time. Chipotle is about 15 minutes from my house. I would actually drive, and on the way back, the burrito would actually already be gone by the time I got home because I would eat it in the car driving home. So now, what I do with my Chipotle, ever since I started implementing, some of these tips, is I usually get a bowl and I'll split half of the bowl on a plate and I'll put the other half back in the refrigerator. I really focus on what's in front of me and I take my time eating it. And I do tell myself, Jane, if you're still hungry, then you can have more. But what I've realized is I'm actually not even hungry anymore. Sometimes I don't even need half of the bowl to feel full. Whereas before, while I was eating what was on my plate, I was just thinking, oh, I'm still hungry but I wasn't truly present. I was still hungry because I was focusing on the food that I did not have in front of me rather than what was in front of me, if that makes sense. You can also apply this to when you go out to a restaurant. When you order an entree and your entree comes, I'm sure it'll be a restaurant where the portion sizes are way too big, like most of them are. When your food comes, ask the server to bring you a to-go box. And as soon as the server brings you your food, immediately put half of your food in the to-go box and eat what you have on your plate. Start from there, that way you're not overeating. That way you're setting yourself up for success, you're preparing yourself. Number four, appreciate your food and eat to nourish your body. When you're eating your food, you truly wanna remember that the reason for food in general is because we need fuel for our bodies. We should not be living to eat, like our lives should not be focused around food. Food is delicious, I get it. And it's super, super important to enjoy it. It definitely requires a mindset shift in order to view food as fuel. And that's not to say that you can't enjoy your food because trust me, I still very, very much enjoy my food as I think you should. Number five, bring all of your senses to the meal. So. Try to avoid the distractions. Put the phone, laptop, etc. down at first. When you're distracted, then you're most likely going to overeat. That's just a fact. If you remove those distractions, then you'll actually realize, oh, I'm actually full now. Like, I don't need to eat anymore. Number six, take small bites and chew your food thoroughly. If you put your utensil down in between bites, this will kind of force you to eat slower. And then number seven, to close it off, like I just said before, just repeating it, is to eat slowly. So there we have it, mindful eating. And then moving on to intuitive eating. So intuitive eating and mindful eating have a lot of similarities, but the difference is that intuitive eating is a broader framework. It brings respecting your body in fullness, and it actually brings joy and pleasure back into the eating experience. And you you still eat when you're hungry, you stop when you're full, Intuitive eating actually gives permission to eat and not have to be completely mindful during the process. So that's the main difference. It includes self care, satisfaction, and pleasure. You're able to make food choices without experiencing guilt. So to sum it up, intuitive eating is basically what we know as babies. When you were a baby, when you were hungry, you ate. When you were full, you stopped. We're hardwired that way. When you were a toddler, you did the same thing. Maybe you were pickier as a toddler. But at the end of the day, you ate when you were hungry, and then when you're full, you stop eating. As we got older, we were conditioned to override this hardwiring of eating as we did when we were babies. For example, I know for me, my grandmother would not let me get up from that table unless I finished all of my food. And so as I got older, I automatically equated not finishing my food as being wasteful. And now I look back at it and I'm like, why couldn't we have just saved that for later, put it in the refrigerator, you know, completely understandable. But I'm sure that was a generational thing. And just so you know, I love my grandmother dearly. So when you've been taught something and you hear it over and over and over again, and it becomes true and you're attempting to shift your mindset. It can definitely be difficult when it comes to viewing food, how it should be viewed, but it can definitely be done. So I've combined intuitive and mindful eating, and I've just found what worked for me. At the end of the day, everyone is different. This may not work for everyone, but just try it out, and maybe it'll work for you too. Just a couple of overall tips to combine mindful and intuitive eating. So you want to make sure you're distinguishing between physical and emotional hunger. So does your body want nourishment and nutrients, or are you just sad? Are you lonely? Are you bored? You want to make sure you're honoring your feelings without using food. Listen to your body for hunger and satisfaction cues. And then also, we want to try to shift the focus from losing weight, if that is your goal, to feelings such as increasing your energy, feeling strong, being alive, realizing that we are so much more than body. We're body, mind, spirit, and soul. And just taking all of that into account, being in tune with yourself. When you realize that you're so much more than just a body, and you take all of that into account and you realize how incredible you truly are, then you'll realize that you don't have to count calories. You don't have to be restrictive. You don't have to be on a diet in order to hit your goals. You can accomplish that eating all your favorite foods, just in moderation. And the tools that you need to hit your goals are already within yourself. So stay consistent, be mindful, and I'll chat with you guys on the next episode. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only, and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. I'm simply here to educate and empower you on health and wellness topics that commonly affect us. Please consult your physician before beginning any exercise program, as well as any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. I wish you all the very best, and remember, when you know better, you do better. Let's toast to health and happiness. And once again, thank you for tuning in to the health and wellness happy hour podcast.